0: Good morning, it's Friday. This is almost live, Rach. Almost. Hugh, how are you doing?
1: Coming to you live I'm from <laughs> Greyfriars house or are. Coming to you live are.
2: from the little room in the office we don't use. <laughs> it's
1: as hot as a furnace. Oh God, and I'm oh still wearing a
0: jumper and I can't take it off now because we've started. Oh you dear. crazy. It'll be too much. Press pause. I don't want to press pause. We just do this as we go. We just
1: go with
2: it. We yeah. go with the flow, as they say.
1: You get a little... Glistening glow through <laughs> as like it sw- goes on.
0: As you will watch as a drip just runs down my forehead, off my nose, and just uh, to the ground falls to the ground.
1: My face says it all. It's Vis- not good visual for radio, audio,
2: is <laughs> visual audio. There. Yeah. Okay. We will discuss why you're wearing a big thick hoodie on what oh. is undoubtedly a warm day later on. Well, I was confused in a warm office.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast.
2: We apparently live in a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a, not a very good idea.
1: Did you ever watch that programme, uh, Hunted, on Channel 4? Yes. yes, that was brilliant. Did you see brilliant. the yes. one where yeah. the guy came out of Reading Station yeah. and chased him all through Reading all yeah. along the canal and eventually caught him the yes, down? Yes, that was
0: Brilliant. Hello. Oh, hello! I'm Hugh Fort.
1: I'm Rachel Nemeth.
0: And, and I'm Tom Canning. And welcome to episode 70 of The Real Reading Podcast. We are Sons' interview this week, uh, as has become tradition for our significant numbered episodes. Uh, but we've still got Rachel's Fact of the Week. Have we got Rachel's Fact of the Week? Yes, I can yeah. see she's got notes. i a little piece What's of there?
1: paper with some scrolls. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. Uh,
0: and we've got Fort Explains It All, which this week, Hugh, is about traffic. the excellent traffic congestion <laughs> problems?
2: Yes, we're going to talk about those again. Are we? Are we? No. Oh, good. Wait. Thank God for that. We're going to have a quick chat about um, the possibility of a general election and what might happen in the Reading area. Ooh.
1: Topical. Yeah.
0: Yes, well, we like to stay on topical of things. We do. Sorry, couldn't help it. Get out. I'm going. Um, so... While you all let that sink in, here's Jeremy with how you can get in touch with the show.
3: Get in touch with the team. Find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod. And search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com.
0: Thank you, Jeremy. Um, What am I excited about, guys? Can you guess?
1: Haircut Take, or a pub?
0: Taking
2: off those that are the thick, <laughs> Taking off that thick hoodie you're wearing on what is undoubtedly a warm day.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: just gonna is put it that a on new loop.
1: Barbers?
0: No, it's no new barbers. Then it's beer. It's beer, yes. <laughs> um Reading next week will have a new pub.
1: Where?
0: Uh on the site of the Eldon Arms.
1: Eldon Arms. The Eldon Arms Where's in that? East
0: Reading, off Cemetery Junction, off Eldon Terrace, and I believe it's also Eldon Road. It's Basically, oh, okay. you couldn't call a pub anything else, except they have. Okay. So, the Eldon Arms is going is to... Is near the hospital? Yes, very near the hospital. Okay. Uh, I think. Yeah.
1: Is Eldon Square, is that one with the big, nice sandstone...
0: That's the one. All the of those. Houses. Yes. Yeah. Those are oh, okay, very nice. pretty, very nice. Um, so, the Eldon Arms is going to become the weather station. I wrote about it last week on Berkshire Live.
1: Is that a significant name?
0: Uh, it is, because it's been taken over by Wild Weather Ales, ah, a brewery okay. out towards, I'm going to say, West Berkshire, but also a bit Silchestery, which, Hugh, you'll you'll know more about that area than me. Um, Silchester, where's that?
1: South, isn't it? <laughs> the, uh, Roman ruins. The there. Roman
2: ruins of Cleaver, yeah. Um, so yeah. It's out past Burfield. Yeah, it's quite a long way away. It's... Is it in Stuxia? I'm I not even think, sure. I think it might be in Hampshire.
0: Well, I think when you look at the address on the brewery, it does say Reading. Yeah. Um. So it's sort of it's just that's, past that's Burfield. It's sort of part of, through Burfield on the left, basically. Yes, yeah. that's okay. roughly where it is. So they they've been going for quite a few years, five or six years now, I think. And um, I've met those guys a few times. They're very nice, and they have a tap room out on an, on a trading estate, which is just the norm these days. Mm. And they are coming into town to open a pub. And, and there was the beers was a, good. Uh, the beers are excellent. They're going to have uh, at least twenty three beers. Uh, on pumps, so kegs and cask. I'm not even going to attempt to explain the difference between the two, but they'll all be nice. And apparently, they will also have one prosecco tap, which is exciting.
1: A prosecco on tap. tap.
0: Yeah, so like a tap of prosecco. I it's don't kind know of, if
1: I've ever seen that.
0: Well, it's kind of like just, just like I suppose beer on tap. It's well, just yeah, prosecco I'd on tap. So, yeah, i so. it's just very <laughs> exciting. It sounds mm. so. Hugh's looking puzzled because he doesn't understand. doesn't do the beer the booze no booze um so yeah it's it's all very exciting um i think that it's due to open next friday which i believe is the 20th and we'll i'll I'll certainly be heading down so i'm gonna go and check it out and I'll, i'll report back in the next couple of episodes so very exciting um also uh next week i'm very excited to say i'm going to the retreat and we will have uh brian from the retreat on the podcast chatting away um, that,
1: that's also cemetery Junction
0: it is yes there's is a little a a, new haunt is well it? no it's a bit of a it's a bit of a stroll for me but uh they they, they I think they call themselves the triangle because they've got uh, the Lyndhurst down there they've got the retreat and they will soon have the weather station which I keep calling the weather vane but the weather vane was a rather is a, is a rather terrible pub in pub and bar and premier in hotel complex in Bracknell um which is, as most of you will know where I'm a I bit of uh,
1: publicity for yeah. them there don't go there <laughs> yes, yes.
0: go to the weather station not the weather vane
1: okay that's all I will say <laughs>
0: if you make if you get that wrong can you we are just in be
1: noted uh, just in case anyone significant is yes. listening there that that was Tom that said that yes and T- not Hugh or myself
2: yes the, the, we do not sh- the, the, the views of Tom Canning are not representative of the organisation all I'm saying is if you want to go to the weather station and
0: you end up at the weather vane you're going to be a bit disappointed Okay. Uh, We've got uh, a new pub opening near us too. Oh, have you? Mm. What's that?
1: Well, it was a pub already, the Prince of Wales. Oh, yes. It's changing its name, well, isn't it? Well, they've painted the outside. It's always been white.
0: I don't it's know if that counts as a remember. new pub.
1: No, it's changed hands. Okay. And it's changing its name. Yeah, it's changing its name. I Ta-da. think James reported on and it, we, it have done a, we have done a
2: story on it. Um... The Frog and wallet.
1: It's going to be a dodo pub or something. It's a dodo it?
2: pub. It's, some, it's got the word crumb in it, but I can't ah. remember what the last The Last Crumb. The Last Crumb, yeah.
1: Some reference to Huntington Palmers, I think. Oh, is it? I think I think that's what James reported. <laughs> 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 so you, you read it and in depth then? They painted it... Well, I think it was dark blue. If they've not I ran it. past it the other night in the dark, and when I say ran, that is in the loosest sense <laughs> of the word. Have you been running? <laughs> kind of glumped. Oh, g- glumped. <laughs> Shook the road as I passed. I like the way
0: we've all started using words on the audio medium that sound like they, they mean. Good grief. Okay.
1: Yeah. What that's got a word, doesn't that's got a name? You should. Is you, it? You're a, onomatopoeia, a word It's not it? Yeah. Where it's a word sort of, sounds yeah. like.
0: I like the way that what you told him what the word was, and then he he claimed it there.
2: It he was, uh, did, <laughs> I was going to say.
1: I think Wait. that's what my uh, my English degree that's that's what my dad paid for. That I've come <laughs> away with that one word <laughs> that I knew what I it see, meant. See,
0: mine mine was juxtaposition. Oh, good one. Which was two things completely opposite. Yeah, yeah. Like you two. I d- that's enough uh, blank space. Let's move on to Rachie's <laughs> fact of the week.
3: Reading Fact of the
0: Week. Rachie, what is your Fact of the Week?
1: Well, I have gone... It's been quite a big week in the Nemeth household.
0: Nemeth, yes.
1: Littlest Nemeth. Oh, um, yes. Of the Zachary variety. He has uh, started school this week.
0: Did you post pictures on Facebook? Uh,
1: Obviously. Uh, obviously. By the front door. 100, (laughs) 100, yeah. Standard. (laughs) Yeah. It's been... Well, do you know what? Actually, it's been surprisingly unemotional. <laughs> I went armed with many tissues, then and he was just like, "Yeah, bye, mum." Because yeah, I mean, you're you're basically an open in.
0: book when it comes to to crying. You're Pretty you're much.
2: you're just you're, just turn that faucet on. I do cry did, quite a bit. Did, did you do the mum thing of buying him a school uniform that's too big? <laughs> he is.
1: <laughs> he's in age three to four, and it's still <laughs> hanging off him. It's massive. <laughs> Uh, But anyway, so he skipped off into school. He's had a really good week, thankfully. I couldn't have asked for more from him. I'm very proud, Mama. Um, So you're already tearing up. (laughs) (laughs) my boy. So I thought my fact of the week uh, would be education-related. So I was going to talk about famous people who have been educated in reading so all of these names will be familiar to you as in we claim them very much as (laughs) they're from reading they're from reading they're famous they're from reading but do you know where they went to school oh so it's a quiz we could do it like a quiz yeah Yeah, okay that's exciting i assume i
0: assume you know the answers i've got them written down okay fine and my research so we're going to have a um this so this is going to work heavily on my Rely heavily
2: on my knowledge of reading schools, which is
1: oh, that is true, pretty
0: slim.
2: Okay. Also, you need to m- you'll need to know what they used to be called as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs>
1: Are you boys poised and ready? I'm ready. I'm okay. ready for. A- let's go. Kate Winslet. Where did she go to? school?
0: Um, ready, red- red- Ken-
2: Kendrick. Kendrick. Is it? Oh, Abby.
1: No. She went to uh, Saint Mary and All Saints. Oh, that was next just on my of, yeah. That off was of Barclay Avenue. Tip of my in tongue. The of tip of my tongue. That one. And then she went to Red Red Red, roof. Red Roofs. Yeah. in ah. Maidenhead. In Maidenhead. Yeah. It's, I always thought it was called Red Roof. Red roof. Red roofs. 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 roofs oh, as right. in The roof of a
0: house. Oh, okay. Fun, they should have okay. spelt it like that, shouldn't they? Really. Next one. Okay. Famous novelist. Poised. Poised.
1: Jane Austen. <gasps> Oh, oh I know? know this, I Who know knows? this, I know
0: this because she went to the school that was in Abbey Gateway, which was called the Abbey Gateway School for Boys and Girls between the <laughs> ages of six and eleven. Catchy, yeah. Yes. Oh. it,
2: yeah. Isn't it Abbey School? It-
1: I, I'm going to give Tom that. Yes. Oh. Yes. Only because he got there first. It was called <laughs> Abbey Schoolhouse. I, I, knew,
2: I knew that, but I, I Tom got so excited. <laughs>
1: he did. I'm so relieved <laughs> he got it right, though. If you would had that much yeah. enthusiasm and then gone.
0: <laughs> I know that because uh, back on episode one or whatever it was, uh, I interviewed uh, Guya Bandini, who from... Reading Museum, who was all about the gateway, and she told me all about it. Ah. Do you remember when it was a weapons store? We talked about this recently. It was a weapons store in the Civil War. Oh, you and, did And uh, all that, of yeah. this sort of thing. Yeah, so I knew that one. I knew that right, one. Right, you ready for your next one? Oh, yes. Well, so it's 1-0, by the way. 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. Goal for canning. Michael, <laughs> Tap in from six yards.
1: Michael Bond of Paddington Bear fame. Oh, I know, too, I know this too. And it's too. not Paddington. Uh, it was the, the
0: school, school they've just knocked down on Southgate Road. Uh, which was
2: called... The El- Presentation College, the Elvian. Yes, the Elvian, that was it, oh, yes. Oh, Hugh yes. gets it. Can I get two points? Because I had both of its names. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. one all. Two one, yeah. Yes. Southcourt's claimed to Ready? fame that. Next. Yep. Go, go, go.
0: Ricky Gervais. Whitley. Ashmead. Uh, it's two one, damn it.
1: To be fair, you're both right. Oh, okay. He went to Whitley Park Infants and Junior School, and then he went to Ashmead after that. Oh. Two two. Um, Jeremy Kyle Don't know Controversial uh,
2: Reading Boys School Bluecoats, Coats Bluecoat School You just you, <laughs> That's not fair He just <laughs> He just Listed every he's school just shouting them all out <laughs> it's <like> GCSE day
1: <laughs> uh, It was Blue So who's Who's getting a point there I'll let you have that
0: As he's Do you want it
1: When as, he's just giving, as, Graciously giving you <laughs> points no, well, well I think
2: I should have it Because <laughs> I actually knew Rather than just listing schools, I actually knew that. (laughs) You can have half a point
1: each.
0: Okay, so it's two and a half each.
1: Right, and then...
0: The final one, winner takes it all.
1: This this is the decider. Okay. Look at Hugh's face, he's actually concentrating. (laughs) Right.
0: I hope, I hope this is what I think it's going to be, come on.
1: Nemeth family favourite, friend of, friend of the Nemeths. Oh, okay. Hang on, what? Mr. Justin Fletcher, a.k.a. <laughs> Mr. Tumble. <laughs> Mr. T- I, haven't,
0: <laughs> I haven't got a clue. Um, uh, uh, Hugh, is it all right if we guess? I just need to check whether we can guess
2: first. Is oh, it okay right, if yeah, we guess? Hugh,
1: we don't want Hugh to get an oh, eggy getting, over yeah, it.
2: He's knickers in a twist. <laughs> I just don't think our listeners are particularly interested in a generic <laughs> list of Reading
0: schools, to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but the more we say, the more I can tag them in on Twitter. Uh, listen it. out for yourselves. on Blessing t- on Hugh Farringdon.
1: He did not go there.
0: Um so so if i say nothing do i win
1: No i think you just both have to admit that it is a draw and be friends Um
0: <laughs> okay i'm going to go for prospect school No Ugh
1: That's right He went to Theal Green
0: Ugh oh, Theal Green yeah. I went to university with two people that went to Theal Green school they're both oh. very
2: nice people
1: Well was one of them Justin Fletcher No No okay. i don't know him
2: That is so boring is Such a boring <laughs> thing to say <laughs>
1: some people that none of us know yeah. I'm not going to name them but they were once in field <laughs> they well went, they're not listening so Tom, Tom knows people
2: who once went to school <laughs> is the uh, the upshot of that particular comment okay Rachel that was an excellent quiz well, thank you
0: you um, very welcome I think I almost want a quiz every week now
1: oh that's a challenge though that, that worked quite well like that I'll
0: we might do a poll do. do you think you're at the end of fact of the week
1: no, because I've changed. I've changed my tact. Okay. We, did, we used to have the is little that book. The fact tact. <laughs> We're the fact tact, that's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, we used to have the little book yeah. that Hugh rustled through every week, and I kind of we've exhausted those between us. So now I'm just trying to be a bit topical of things that are going on in my life or that okay. are happening in Reading, and then build off that. So there, I like
2: it. There is something to consider: is that in that book, there's an excellent. Uh, section, subsection, on urban myths, which I think we should talk about at some point. Yeah, we could particularly, that. Particularly the rumour uh, uh, that the University of Reading was a hive of devil worship in the 1970s. Was <laughs> it? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, it's
1: a rumour. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh. it was, yeah. <laughs> it's not real. Uh, okay,
0: thanks guys. That was excellent stuff, And um, We might do a quick poll to see if people want a quiz. Oh, don't
1: or, put the pressure uh, on, I can't... I can't do a quiz every week. Occasional quizzing. Uh, uh, I'll do an occasional quiz, but you two have got to play nicely because it nearly came to fisticuffs. Well, yeah, we are separated. We are
2: intensely competitive. My (laughs) my
1: foot in between you, so you can't. Yes. Duff each other up.
2: Okay.
0: Rach, thanks for that.
1: (laughs) Again, you're welcome.
0: Have I said that already? Oh, this is going well. Thanks, guys.
1: Again, you're welcome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now it is time for.
3: Fort explains it all. This is Fort explains it all. Welcome
0: back to part two. Fort explains it all is coming up.
2: Hugh, what are we talking about this week? We're going to talk about the general election. It's a bit different this week, actually, because uh, normally I present fact-based. Evidence well, obviously, in a general election you can't do that. Obviously, in the current political situation, it's pos- impossible to predict anything that's going to happen at all. Um, that th- are currently prorogued Parliament, which could be unprorogued next week. Um, Is that just
1: like an extended holiday for them?
0: It's are just having a little holiday.
1: Didn't they just have? They've the had a holiday.
2: Or... No, it's it's a suspension of um, it's a suspension of Parliament. So Is this
0: because it's been naughty.
2: So the <laughs> it's all very complicated go sit
0: in the corner
1: What's the, what say the done. word again because i could
2: never prorogament Perog- per, <laughs> i think i'm gonna be really embarrassed now if it's wrong
1: right so it means that they don't go into parliament at all or that they just can't pass laws
2: yes it, there is no parliamentary activity i believe
0: can they still go
2: into the room and sit in there
1: just go and I don't hang out. Like, Reece I'm Morg. not <laughs> well versed with whether the
2: House of Commons <laughs> chamber is locked or not. Mm, <laughs> okay, so We're so we've
0: really got need so, to find that out. So, Fort explains it all. Then, wild speculation this week,
2: based upon um, the the mood at the moment, I guess. In that what will happen during an election? What what might happen if there is an election? Which I think there probably will be before the end of the year. That's a slightly bold statement. Four predicts. Um, but two. predicts it Just to explain, I guess, a bit about who does what and who does what and um, what seats might be targeted by other parties as well. So I'm going to talk about Reading, but then I think we should just mention Berkshire as well. Okay. Um,. So, both the Reading MPs, Matt Rodder, who is Labour at Reading East, and Alok Sharma, who is the Tory, and Reading West, neither of them have massive majorities. And both those seats are going to be targeted by the other, if you see what I mean. So, Matt Rodder has a majority of 3,749 seats, and the new Tory candidate, who's called Craig Morley, um is very vocal on Twitter and quite critical of Mr. Rodder and what he's done since he was elected in 2017 17. Um, so yeah so the Tories will be will be gunning for that seat to overturn that uh, majority Matt Rodder remains supporting Labour MP in a Remain area of which is Reading sorry I've just There's
0: literally smoke
2: coming out of his ears <laughs> <laughs> Alex Sharma is Reading West, um, which is uh, includes areas like Calcott, um, Tilehurst, Thiel, and um, comes a bit comes a bit into the town. His majority is two thousand eight hundred and seventy-six, so it's pretty much exactly the same situation. in In those, Labour will be targeting that. The candidate is Rachel Eden, who is a councillor on Reading Borough Council. So Reading will be a real battleground coming yes. the election, and uh, Reading West according to Rachel's Book of Facts is what's the term? I've just started talking about it and I can't remember. It is I can't remember the exact term, but it is a seat that is looked upon nationally and if in pre every single election in recent times the 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 party that has won the election has won Reading West. Okay. So if Reading West switches, it is a signifier of what might happen is, nationally?
0: Is that not just a coincidence? It's obviously a long, ongoing coincidence. But is it not just a?
2: Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know if there's much more science. Unless that but I mean, there's, the population there's a number of, of West them.
1: Reading is sort of a good representation of the people nationally.
2: You hear that,
0: West Reading? Yeah.
2: Well, Reading is Reading is you know it's got it's it's had Tory MPs and a Labour council before, and now yes. it's got a, a two two MPs with either party. Because um, at, the, at the
0: last one, effectively, it was two Tory MPs, if I remember rightly. Yeah. And then the one, uh, so that would have been Rob Wilson, who Rob was Wilson the one who lost, who lost his yeah. seat. But he'd been in there for quite a few years. Uh, and previously it was Alok who took the seat from... The Labour candidate who was called Martin, Martin Salter. Martin Salter, yes. So,
2: yeah. so, so it thing. has it has switched around. So the indi- the indicators are it's a bit more accurate than just to say, yeah, um, it's not a safe seat yes. essentially, and it hasn't been a safe seat for many years. Neither is a safe seat. Um, so we move on to other parts of Berkshire, which is which are safe completely seats, completely
0: safe seats. Yes.
2: Uh, well, yes, probably almost certainly. So we'll we'll just we'll talk about Maidenhead very quickly because parts of the Reading area come under that constituency. We're talking about um sort of villages like Sonning, Twyford, um parts of a small part of Woodley. Um are all in the ma- in Theresa May's constituency. She's got a massive majority. Um so still still in the last election I think she got she's got a really big majority. She got, yeah, so I, it'd be amazing to see if anything uh, if there' was any kind of swing um, in those areas, likewise windsor um, they 're both safe, safe. they 're both safe are tori- free tori- adam are free in windsor yeah uh John redwood in wokingham um a majority of eighteen thousand seven hundred and ninety eight which is not um, which is big um, it's interesting there because a lot of the rhetoric nat- nationally is about how brexit supporting um Candidates are going to target Remain supporting MPs whose constituencies voted for Brexit, if you see what I mean. That's yes. going to be a big thing. Um, but John Redwood is the other way around. He's a big a, a notorious, shall we say, Brexiter who is in a one of the strongest Remain votes in the South East. Um, whether that has any effect on his massive majority... Um, we'll have to wait and see. Although the, the the last council elections, the Lib Dems did particularly well in Wokingham, so there might be something of a surge in their vote. But whether it's enough to overturn that majority, who knows? I think we know. And the other high profile one in Bra- uh, Berkshire is in, over over in your neck of the woods, um, <laughs> Philip Lee, f- famously brought you know famously brought, famously brought down. Uh, the Tory majority um, by joining the Lib Dems while uh, Boris Johnson was actually speaking <laughs> um, in Parliament, he's he was elected as a Tory with a big majority. I, I can't remember what it was, but it it's, was it's, it was it's a very lot. it's it's a great deal. But um, he's now a Lib Dem, and Lib Dems didn't even. Not only did they finish third in Bracknell, um, the second place Labour candidate got four times as many votes as the Lib Dems. Um, and he only got half as many votes as Doctor Lee. So there's not an enormous amount of support for the Lib Dems in Bracknell and there are already rumours that Doctor Lee might possibly end up standing somewhere else where in a in a seat yeah. they might win. It's
0: a it's a it's an odd one, isn't it? Because
2: obviously if you went online and
0: you read the comments on our stories about Philip Lee, um you would get the feeling that no who on earth in Bracknell voted for him. But clearly they're are a lot of people that did vote for him, and whether they voted for him or for the Tory party, I think in Bracknell it 's fair to say they probably
2: voted for the Tory party, the party rather yeah. than him, yeah, but we 'll see I suppose the other thing it 's just quick uh, quickly to point out about Bracknell is that um this is entirely speculation, but it is based on facts is that the leader of the council in Windsor and Maidenhead who is a man called Simon Dudley, who is a strong brexit supporter and campaigner suddenly stood down as leader of that council um, a couple of days ago and the rumour is that he is is poised to be a a candidate for somewhere as a Tory. Um, You know, if there was only a Brexit-supporting constituency just down the road that needed a Tory candidate, um, that might be suitable for him. There is, it's Bracknell. (laughs) (laughs) So watch this space on that. Nothing's been confirmed, but um, the fact that the Bratnell MP defected and then he stood down as leader, or suddenly stood down as leader, and the Bratnell is a Tory area which supports Brexit, um, has led to some speculation, shall we say, <laughs> about his next move. Mm.
1: So what do you think? How will that, I'm going to use a big word, oh. extrapolate nationally?
2: Who Are you asking me who's going to win the election? Well,
1: I just, I think it's less clear cut than it ever has been before yeah
2: um
1: i'm i mean i've i'm not gonna obviously say who i vote for but i've always voted in the same same way but i'm not sure that i would this time round
2: who's gonna win the election um i'd be very surprised if there was any majority for any party Mm. um i think we almost certainly are Looking at some sort of coalition, um, the things to consider is that there's, there's a new party putting, and apparently, according to their leader, Mr. Nigel Farage, they are putting out a candidate, um, in every single seat in the country, um, targeting very much targeting Tory and and Labour, in fact, remain supporting MPs in Lee voting areas. Whether that transpires into any to many, many seats, you bear in mind they're starting with naught, so. Yeah to To make any kind of impact, they're going to have to win quite a few seats. Um, Likewise, the Lib Dems are starting from a very low number as well, so they need they'll need to win Win a lot of seats as well.
0: I think that this current general election is going to decide who finally wins politics, and that's it. It's just going to be there's going to be a winner, or they're going to get together, they're all
2: going to be mates, and take over yeah, yeah i could just vibe. see yeah uh, i could just see Jeremy Corbyn and John McDonnell sitting down with Jacob Rees-Mogg and, Mogg and, yeah. and people like that and just, <laughs> just say, a, let's just be friends yeah yeah
0: but ultimately politics is the winner here and we're no, happy we
1: just want the best for the country yes. like, let's yes. just do the right thing and Stop arguing.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, j- just I, I, th- that's I just didn't on that, say what the right thing was. No. <laughs> I think one thing is, that is certain is there's a lot of M- there's a lot of MPs who are standing down. Yes. Um so it's definitely because they've be- had enough of it. <laughs> I think that, they, that there are certain members of the Conservative Party who are not entirely in tune with each other in terms of the way things are being done, shall we say. Likewise in the Labour Party, actually, as well. Um, Labour pa- the Labour Party has been at it for years, whereas, whereas the Tories are, are uh, very much voicing their views now um, in more recent times. But, you know, Europe has been an issue for the Conservatives forever, so... The answer to this very long-winded way is: I haven't got a clue what's going to happen. <laughs> but it, all I'd say is, everyone needs to register to vote. Yeah, get out so we've of the vote. We had the
1: referendum over Brexit when I was on maternity leave, You've and now Zach's <laughs> just started <laughs> school. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's incredible! That's an incredible on. amount of time when you really yeah. think about
0: that, it. Yeah, that is that is like true. His whole
1: lifetime. I've been
0: I've been I've been married on a honeymoon in in that time, and yeah wow okay thanks Hugh. Um I think ultimately as you say no clue whatsoever I don't want to delve into satire no, or even make it sound like we really know what we're talking about I know you do Hugh more than
2: more than perhaps <laughs> Rachel. and <laughs> I do I think but um, but I would just say again anyone who wants anyone who's fed up with this this mess um, on all sides or wants the mess to continue or wants the mess to continue or, or whatever and, um, if you're not registered to vote do so and vote you don't you can't affect anything if you don't vote, so get out there. Thanks very much, Hugh. Um
0: okay. That we, was very informative here. It was. I oh, yeah, I've well done. Bit, You've noticed he had some notes with him instead of reading it off a printout. <laughs> it was really
2: good. Yeah, I don't know that our local MP's parliamentary majorities are off the top <laughs> of my head, so I had to <laughs> look it up.
0: Um I just I did write a quick question down here. Um I thought i'd ask you both uh, what was the one thing if you were gonna stand for office council parliament mp president what's the one thing what's the hill you would die on do you know what it's, it's like the little the one little thing that you would put to the public and say right this is this is this is my thing
2: i've had this idea for years six weeks off work every 10 years Every tenth year of employment, your your employer is obliged to give you six weeks off work paid. In a row. A chunk off work. Fantastic.
0: Like a summer holiday. Yeah, like a summer holiday. I'd make it five years. Gosh. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> every five years, every you get a five... W- every six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. It's a great but idea. Didn't some
1: countries, um, on a similar vein, didn't they kind of flip the week so that you had a mega weekend every week and only worked. Yes, of like maybe four maybe day weeks. three or four days. Four day weeks. Which I know yeah. I mean, to be fair I only do four days <laughs> anyway so already get that. But I'd want that for everyone. Yes. Yeah.
2: Labour is proposing a four day week for public sector workers which they believe would eventually lead to a four day week for everyone. Uh, economic, which I'm sure economists find and conservatives and everyone else finds a very interesting proposal. I've got no idea what, what it would mean but Everyone would like a three day weekend, ideally, wouldn't they? But yes, having no money and the economy crashing might be a mm. possible thing to look at with that idea.
0: What's your, what's your what would you do, Rach?
1: Oh, I hate questions like this. Is it got to be relevant to Reading? No, not just, even
0: slightly. Just, oh just the one thing, do you want to hear mine while you think? Yeah, go on. So, it's mine good. would be uh, I have a garage and it's full of rubbish, not a car. I would make sure i would make it policy that anyone who owns a garage has to use it for a car there has to be a car in a garage has to have the ability to park a car in the garage that would that's it that's all that would solve parking for all and shouting at each other if you have a garage you must use it for a car
1: that's
2: it that's it yeah nice idea you'd have to have like all these things, you sound just like a politician. You just come up with Yeah, oh, uh, you just come up with an idea that's <laughs> impossible to enforce.
0: Well, that's the that's the point though. That's, that's the, like I am not running for office, council, or parliament, yeah. so I can say that. But I also think that um, I would also, at the same time, buy shares in any self storage business that was going because I think they would <laughs> um, absolutely skyrocket. They'd be built. They'd be built everywhere. Um, true. I've thought of one now. Go on.
1: Um, I would put a cap on uh, rent and uh, business rates for independent businesses. That's all very sensible. Yeah, but that would make, because it's so boring on the, the high street. <laughs> and yes. so many empty units because people can't afford. Uh. And then I could open the read and feed because I, uh, I could afford it, which is my bookshop with a built-in cafe, FYI. Read and feed.
2: Yeah. Read and feed.
0: Very yeah. good name for a bookshop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, thank you guys.
3: The random question.
0: Uh, random question time. Um, who wants to go? I think you. Is it your turn?
1: Yeah, I think I ready I'll class, give it a go.
0: There you go, me. Dipped his fingers into the mug. What do we have? Here we go. It's, it's a long one.
2: <laughs> which pub did your dad sneak off to
0: <sighs> when he should have been at home looking after you
1: um, back in the day my dad didn't really go to the pub back in the day this yeah he is, did now, this yeah, is a did. new thing that he's uh, now on a Thursday regular lads nights <laughs> which makes me a bit it's a bit of a shame that he didn't do that earlier in life yes I'm sure uh, he did. I'm sure he did. But they're now they're retired, him and his mates, they're always on the hunt for a a, a decent uh pensioner's lunch. <laughs> 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 <Did laughs> Where does he go? Where does he go? Uh well they're up in Sonning in Common, so they tend to not venture further than Caversham really. So they might be pubs oh, in, okay. the in um, Butcher's Arms or the New Inn in Kidmore End or
2: The Hare and hounds, is that what it's called?
1: Uh, hare and hounds sometimes, yeah, and then they'll come down. They were a bit sad when it wasn't a spoons anymore in Caversham. The Baron. The Baron. Yeah, Griffin.
0: <laughs> you should see Hugh's face. What?
2: <laughs> it's not a Weatherspoons anymore. It's not a Spoons. It's not a Spoons anymore, but um, I would... Question: Why, what are presumably relatively well-off people who live in Sonic Common would want to go to a wet choose to go to a Weatherspoon's rather than a, a, a nice? Because place. they won't. Because all you can have Sonic. a curry and a pint for about yeah. eight quid, and it's all right. And it shows, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my opinion,
0: there, there's often a reason why people are fairly well off. You.
2: <laughs> this is this <laughs> is <the> true. <laughs> <ones>. Yeah. They, <laughs>
1: They've sat on their fortunes. Yes. <laughs> They're not going to the crooked billet
2: at Stoke row Cheeky late
1: night pint to the crooked billet. That's, That's uh, seven pound mm. fifty, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hugh, where did uh, your dad? Uh, we we, we were in Burslem Common, so we went. He, I think he used to go to the Hatchgate occasionally. Oh yes, down the down road. the bottom of the hill, down the bottom of the hill. My, um, what he one strange habit he used to do is he used to um, he used to take me to the pub with him um after my school parents evenings be like
1: little tradition
2: yeah yeah well he was, yeah, because he needed a drink <laughs> oh it was that you bad. I need a drink I don't <laughs> you I need a drink and I need a word we're going to the pub <laughs> I distinctly remember sitting him with him in the Rising Sun in Burfield, which is uh now a Tesco um and also, when I used to drink in there with my friends, this was after, <laughs> but also after a school parents' evening as well, which shows you the uh, interesting attitudes to licensing laws back in back in uh-huh. the 1990s. Uh-huh. Um, I was, he was giving me a <laughs> about my schoolwork, and there were it was, it was it was. Oh, you did a you swear. did a swear. Oh, I did. I, it, I think that's fair. Yeah, a telling <laughs> off, um, edit as you wish about my schoolwork.
1: Did he at least buy a bag of crisps? Oh yeah, he bought
2: me a coke and a bag of pork scratchings or something like that. Yeah, and then gave me gave me what for about my <laughs> chemistry? <laughs> my chemistry getting twenty eight percent in a chemistry test or something. And um, that's my memory of going to the pub with my dad. It's just he he needed to get get away, sit down, focus on the task at hand, and why I, why I was so bad at school. Um, and it well, I was never very good at chemistry. <laughs> Still now, I didn't have much chemistry with chemistry.
1: So Tom, did you and your dad hang out in the
0: weather vane? No, no, no. It wasn't built when I was a kid. Oh. Um, that used the to be—I think that used to be the British Aerospace Centre in okay. where they used to, or something like that. Anyway, there was there was a, I'm pretty sure there was a there was a big manufacturing place where that pub was when I was a kid. Um, however, uh, we used to go to the Roebuck in oh. Binfield, and my mum—it used to be my mum and dad—and they used to take uh, me and my brother in our PJs because then we get home and go straight to bed was lovely and then a tree fell on the pub which was a shame oh that's not good yeah no one was in it it was fine but it was a great I think it was the great no storm no one was in of... the
2: tree no in the pub
1: so you just go to the pub in your PJs yeah as
2: kids yeah no, right. I yeah. think I remember the tree falling on the Roebuck in Bitfield I think or do I Did
0: it was in the It was. It? I think it was the it was the great storm of 1980 oh no something. I don't then well, I don't know why you would him, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you during that
2: storm a big tree fell on my mum's car <laughs> oh god, god. Um, yeah yeah that's all I remember about Not that. While she was in it, no, no, all the tree. But it was a Volvo Estate, and we once once they got. Was,
0: them. I imagine it was completely unscathed. It was, yeah. A huge <laughs> tree <laughs> fell on it. A tree the the in tree a came pieces. off.
2: The tree came off worse, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Before we go, uh, here's Jeremy with how you can get in touch with us.
3: If you enjoy our prattlings about reading, and if you've come this far, we assume you must be. Please hit subscribe on your podcast app to get the latest episode every Monday morning. You can find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com. Rage, have you had a lovely
0: time? I've had a lovely time. Thanks for coming in. I know it's been a tough one but for I you. I did make a little
1: special visit to Yes, me, didn't you
0: did. I? You did. Yeah. Um, Hugh, have you had a lovely time?
2: I have, and I'd like to sincerely apologise to all our viewers, uh, viewers listeners, for, for swearing. <laughs> I try very hard not to, and I've let, let everyone down, especially myself. Oh, Hugh. Oh, and his mum. I know, I, and my uh, no, mum swears like an absolute <laughs> trooper. You'll have to do a little disclaimer at the beginning. I may well now. do. Excuse me.
0: Warning, explicit Warning. language. <laughs> Hugh does a swearzy. One explicit language.
2: <laughs> By accident.
0: <laughs> Uh, don't forget, if you know someone who should be speaking to who should be, I read this every week and I just can't do it. You're having a bit of a, bit of a nightmare it's this not week, Tom. been time. great. Don't forget,
2: if it's
1: you know he's someone... too hot with his jumper. <laughs> it's getting to me.
0: It's getting to me. Bit, stop interrupting? Yes, please. Okay. We can finish and we can all go about our business. Um, don't forget, if you know someone who we should be speaking to on the show, please do get in touch via Facebook or Twitter. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
3: You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast.
2: We apparently live in a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a, not a very good idea. Did
1: you ever watch that programme, uh, Hunted, on Channel 4? Yes. yes, that, that was brilliant. Did you see the yes. one where yeah. the guy came out of Reading Station yeah. and chased him all through Reading yeah. all along the canal and eventually caught him like
0: funny Yes, background. that was Brilliant.